It's time once again for Joe Sixpack and the Soccer Moms. Hey, everybody, it's No Agenda coming to you from uh, the West Coast or the West Side of Gitmo Nation. And uh, high and horny in the Curry Condo uh, overlooking the San Francisco <laughs> Bay and the Financial District. My name's Adam Curry. And I'm John C. Dvorak here in northern Silicon Valley, overlooking the bay from the other side, the cheap side, the cheap seats, <laughs> as it were. Hey, I can see you. Hey. Hey, how you doing there, John? Love to see you. Waving back at you. So let me just uh, start off, if I may, by saying she had me from hello. May I well, call let, you let's Joe? Start, let, wait, wait. Before you say anything, let me. <laughs> we're talking, we're doing a special show here because we just watched the debates and we're doing a Thursday night version of No Agenda. Yeah, it's the, the and, vice presidential and, debate of 2008. Right. And I have to tell you that I think Joe Biden kicked her ass. You're kidding me. <laughs> you, yes, I am actually. My kidding. goodness! <laughs> I, I, just to, I was thinking of different <laughs> things to say to get your reaction. Uh, you know, I and uh, I, 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 I'm I'm almost at a loss for words, John. This debate so validates my entire theory that this whole thing is a charade equal to uh, the it's the biggest reality show in the universe. And, Big numbers. And this and this woman. Is Palin mania is what I predict. <laughs> Palin mania. You and, know, and may I say, we are all going to die when she is vice president. But <laughs> Palin mania, this was fantastic. What a great show. Well, okay. So let's let's start analyzing this thing. I, without... I got to. I took. I took a shitload of notes. I just couldn't stop. Well. Uh... Let me start with some notes. Well, okay. But well, let, no, let's, well, I, I let's do a little overview because I got okay, a lot of please, notes, but yeah. my notes are probably different than yours. What channel are you watching it on? Uh, uh, as last time I watched it on CNBC, I watched nothing of the run-up. Um, I only watched um, from the very beginning. Okay. Uh, same here. and I, But I watched a lot of the after shows, and you did too, even though you didn't want to admit it. I uh, Honestly, I just switched around because I wanted to see uh, Rachel, whatever her name is, on MSNBC. Rachel who, Ray? No, not Rachel Ray. You know, I think you, Sarah can cook. You know the one we were talking about earlier today? That one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that one. That one. So uh, I, uh, I just had to, because she was so smug yesterday playing um, video of Sarah Palin uh, playing a, a flute. And uh, I just, I had to see what she picked out as, uh, as the... Uh, as the bad points of uh, we Palin's ran that flute video on the dvorak dot org slash blog site. Did people say it's a phony? All the, all the comments were the same. I wish she was playing my flute. <laughs> that's the, hey John. That's our audience. <laughs> Unbelievable. These but people this, should wait, be but, ashamed but of themselves. This is my point, John. This is my exact point. This is what the audience wants. I'm telling you. What Sarah Palin did this evening, it was unprecedented. You won't hear this on mainstream media. No one's going to admit this. Maybe Fox. But it was unprecedented. The the acting performance, of course, politics being show business for ugly people, the mold has been broken because Sarah Palin is beautiful. She's stunning. She delivered all the lines. She knew what to say. She lost it a little bit there when, when Joe choked up, but... Um, you know, she, oh, she came back I want to talk finished. about the Joe choking up thing. And by the way, at the beginning of the show, and I'm watching it on HD and a big, and I'm using the projector, so there's a 10 foot screen. Mm. She was visibly shaking yes. for the first five or 10 minutes. Yeah. And I've worked with people on TV. She and was, I, she I, was they, tight. 
she was generally wound speaking, up. you can't see it, mm-hmm. and most people wouldn't have noticed it. But when you're and, and general, unless you're sitting there with the person, you won't see it because I've seen people shaking like a leaf, but it doesn't show up on TV. But with HD, with a <laughs> ten-foot yeah. screen, yeah. you see it. Well, you know, that wasn't visible, but I totally believe it. She was wound up tight. Yeah, she she relaxed about uh, 15, 20 minutes into it. By the way, and the thing, before we get into our little discussion here, I want to mention this, that the woman that was the moderator, yes. Gwen... A Eiffel, controversial mo- moderator, I understand, right? Yes, because she has a book coming out called Obama World or Obama Nation or the <laughs> Obama something or other. I, I presume it's a pro-Obama book? It's, she's a total Obama nut, yeah. so she had to back off. And she, and she did a really good job until about 12 minutes. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. I, I know I have the note here somewhere. She she had a couple of zingers that were so anti-Palin. Uh, Which one was it? She had the heartbeat away. Oh, no, that, that, was, that was later than 12 minutes. That's Oh, no, that, I'm not saying 12 minutes. That was 12 minutes after the hour. It was oh, at, right, uh, okay. It was at uh, total, 7, Total shark jump. And uh, there was another one. Uh, there was another uh, a meme that uh, that she threw out there. Ah, which one was it? I'm looking for it. Well, you have it in your notes, but yeah. but let's start. Uh, uh, heartbeat away. This. Heart- let's just deconstruct it. What was okay. that? The, you mean the the one heartbeat away? Yeah, that's what that was at 12 minutes after seven. Yeah, and it took that. I thought it was that. I thought that was the real one that she threw in. The what Palin? I would, would, would hope she was a little more aggressive than she is, and she should have said, you know, that's a funny question. You should ask that because I, you know, this would be really cool if you like if she was like a coach type. I've been looking over every pres, vice president presidential debate since 1930 <laughs> and no one's ever asked that question before is this like some sort of an insult or i mean you know, like throw it back i mean i'm sure it wouldn't have gone over with a lot of Sh- people shall to- i tell you that uh, in that case i actually believe that uh, when she was training they didn't think about the audacity of the moderator actually asking that question because uh, otherwise she would have had a, a super one-liner because man she had them she had freaking zingers well, she there was a one-liner waiting to happen with that one heartbeat away question, yeah. especially the fact when Gwen Eiffel has a book on Obama, a pro-Obama book coming out in the months ahead, and she has she's a this is a total conflict of interest situation that they only kind of glossed over on these different channels but no but but as far right. as i'm concerned right. hey if i'm producing this type of material this this kind of show for a national audience she's off the show yeah she can, you 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 exactly and you she's know what but, but john, but john, but john what are you talking about this show this is the way it's supposed to be built up man this thing was scripted are you crazy this was fantastic from beginning to end everything was put together and the, even the sympathy laugh for Biden when he when he cracked the ultimate bridge to nowhere uh, joke that was the other shark jump. Well, there's a couple. Okay, well, go on with your list of. of, of oh notes no, it's and- too long. It's too long. It's just way too long. Well, mine's not too long because I only it's only when I'm like irked that I, <laughs> I jump in. Let's go over what happened on CNN, which you didn't watch, and I did. Right, you watched CNN the- again had the little graph thing, but yeah, they cool. changed it. Oh. And what bugged me is when I first saw the change, I went. What is this bullshit? <laughs> what was the change? They changed it from Democrats, Republicans, and Independents to men and women oh, in no. Ohio. What? And and that was it. There was no. Oh man, they punted. They totally punted. They knew. They you know what? They knew the time bomb was coming. They got word of it. Well, you know why? Because Joey Danko, uh, Biden's uh, middle class friend, uh, clued him into it. Well, you know what? 
And I hate to say, you know what, because I'm yeah. not really asking you know a question. What? I, I what? actually wrote a, I hate that. But yeah. By the way, I wrote a column in, in of whole places, human events, about saying, you know what, versus guess what, which is things 12-year-olds say. And Biden, and I was criticizing the Democrats for saying, you know what, you know what. And then and then I said, it's, it's worse than, or it's not as bad as when you're 10 and a kid, every time they talk to you, they say, guess what, guess what, guess what. My daughter does that all the time. Yeah. Or she I think used we talked to, about it. We talked about this before. Yeah, she stopped doing it, and now, you know, but Biden kept saying, guess, guess what? He, what? He sounded like a 12-year-old. In his closing remarks, he even started off by saying, look. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, anyway, get back to this thing with the... Uh, yeah, so, so, so that sucks, like man. It. That's wait, no wait, good. Wait, stop. Stop. I liked this better because it, it oh, didn't really? give you the feeling for the independence, <laughs> but it showed you the difference between men and women. How was that? How'd it go? Gonna, I don't want to be critical here, but the this, women totally loved her, right? They, no, no, it wasn't the women loving her. It was the points that women went up and the men went down. Uh, I think they should take the vote away from women. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, John. Now, listen. Listen, my friend. <laughs> my wife would probably agree with me. But it's just if women in Ohio. This. It's just women in Ohio. Oh, well, that, okay. It's not they representative the of the whole country. Women it's, in Ohio. it's not representative of those East Coast politicians. Now, looking at the way the graph went, Palin, early on, was the only one, and this didn't even happen in the previous debate. She pinned the needle with both men and women, oh, I, which I, means I the 100% mark. It was pinned. It. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, Biden pinned the needle two or three times with men uh, or women, one of the two, but never with both. And it was when she went on and on about uh, personal responsibility yeah, yeah. Oh, we should fantastic. know what you know our parents told us to be good people and we should do this and that and it was just it just buried it it was it, unbelievable no, fantastic well first of all a couple of general um general comments it was a really red set which of course you know that you know all this stuff you know this this show is all uh uh, you know, they, they say they agree to stuff, but basically the producer comes in and says, okay, here's what you're going to wear, here's what you're going to wear, and then maybe a little bit of debate back and forth, and you know, so she couldn't wear a red power dress. But I thought she right. was, she was dressed very well, it was, you know, it just, she looked spectacular. Um, and she, and when she opened, first of all, the hello, can I call you Joe? By the way, she didn't call him Joe once during the entire debate, so. And, and wait was, a minute, wait a minute. Her mic was open and Biden's wasn't. What was what, that all about? Wait a minute, on, on, uh, not on CNBC. I could hear him. You heard him. I heard him very. I heard him on her really? mic. Oh, uh, that's. What did he say? He said, "Well, yeah, you can." Yeah. Very light. She was saying, "Can I? Can I call you, Joe?" It was really, like <laughs> yes. really loud. And then you heard him say, <laughs> no, "Yes, hello." It was coming through her mic. Can I call you, Joe? And uh, actually, Biden, you could hear him, vi you know, audibly. Inhaling a couple of times during the debate, like after you would finish uh, you know, his ninety seconds, you could go. I was like, "Whoa, man! The guy is like, there's, you know, he's like really trying to keep himself in check." There, it was, it, it was a rough time. It was I really hard. I thought Biden was fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure. No, really, I thought he was fantastic. He didn't go after her. He didn't do anything really stupid. And, and this, and honestly, this is. Um, 
It was just it was just a strategy mistake because I don't think he expected this. He did not expect her to perform this well. I mean, well, you know, I, he, I, it, she, he, he just didn't, and it took him back because he had already decided I'm not going to attack Palin, and I don't, you know, I and of course, of course, he has a much better understanding of what's going on. Yeah, he still works for all the same people, and we're all going to die in the end anyway. But it, that that's beside the point. He was not prepared for that, and so he had he didn't have anything in his in his uh, arsenal to to deal with with her actually coming out and killing i mean absolutely well, killing no uh, come on i mean well, and, 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 but listen she was so good she and she built it up and she got confidence and then all of a sudden she boom she starts attacking uh, obama and, yeah. and, she, no. and, and 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 when she got a question that she didn't want to answer john it was like major league football uh, major league baseball she ran no she ran out the clock it was she like did. football. She Couple ran out the clock. I'm like, Two wow, or three times. that was so fantastic. And, and then Biden couldn't do it. He was like, uh, I'm running out of time. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, actually, I, I'm gonna, I don't think you're right on one thing. Biden twice during the debate that I recall said, well, I see I'm not I'm, I'm going to be out of time in a second. Or the red lights blinking was the thing he said at another time, mm -hmm. which was an excuse to let him ramble on. I would like to do a stopwatch on the two of them in that debate, and I'll bet you Biden snuck in more time using that trick. Yes, he did. He he, he definitely used it a, a, a couple times, and the moderator was not very tight on uh, on time at all. And I just want to remind our listeners that uh, you know I'm a total constitutionalist. I wouldn't vote for either one of these uh, uh, these uh, actors who were cast this evening before you. Uh, <laughs> this is truly the largest reality show in the world, and I am. Extremely delighted because now that I have been proven that this is uh, one big show, uh, now I can start predicting exactly what you're going to see along the line. It's really going to be extremely easy for me. And, you know, if this was Steven Spielberg or Steven Bochco or whoever actually is behind the production of this, of this <laughs> show, and uh, totally, this is outrageously entertaining. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, if anything, it's been my job to try and understand what people want to watch, and this was all right, it. All right, this okay, was it. Enough of that. Let's talk more about this thing. So, uh, so it's, a it's drill, baby, drill. Oh my god! Yeah, I, 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 I almost orgasm. You noticed that too? It's I like, almost orgasm. Drill, drill, drill. No, it's no, not it's drill, 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 baby, drill, 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 baby, drill. You idiot! But I mean, but, but think <laughs> of the the connotations of it's drill, drill, drill. No, it's drill, baby, drill. Oh, drill me, baby, drill me. And then he's saying bushes, bushes, bushes. And I'm just hearing Beavis and Butthead going. Oh, oh, oh. He said bushes. Oh, oh, oh. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. Well, that was funny. You're right. Now, let's go back to the thing that you mentioned about him getting caught off guard. Now, this I have on my notes, but this is at, at the end of the notes, and this is part of the postmortem that was done on uh, Fox. I watched the postmortem on uh, mm -hmm. CNN, yeah. and the funny thing is the one woman on there that really annoys me to know one is this Hillary Rosen. On CNN? You know her. She was the R. She was with the RIAA. Or whatever oh, she yeah. Was. Oh, jeez. Yes, of course we do. Yeah, she's a, we know who she she's is. A, she's a creep. <laughs> to the nth, and she hates 
uh, Palin, and it was, and her analysis is useless. This woman shouldn't even be on television. Anyway, I mean, even B- uh, Paul Begala, who is a, a Clinton guy and a total Democrat apologist, at least had a couple of good things to say. Hillary wouldn't do it, and Begala said, for example, that he, he thought she sucked, but but she was building up herself for the 2012 campaign, which I thought was interesting that he did make that observation, meaning that Obama can't make it through two elections. Anyway, the the guy on Fox was Frank Luntz, who is the guy. Yeah, who yeah, does. B- Biden mentioned him a couple times, right? No, no, he said Luger. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Frank Luntz is a polar, pollster who oh, works mostly for the Republicans, and he does all the year where they strap you to, you know, lie detectors and all this other stuff. No, that's hot. And, and he... <laughs> Unbelievable. Sorry. Yeah, should sorry. be sorry. And he found that the the whole group of non uh, the people that were were undecided everybody thought uh, Palin won everybody and he claimed by the way at the end that the polls are going to reflect this and it's put McCain back into the race which makes me think can you imagine Sarah Palin actually saves the election <laughs> yes no no I one hundred percent can I got to think through what the next day uh, on Tuesday we have uh, the next uh, Obama or uh, uh, I mean. Biden couldn't pronounce Obama's name 15 times throughout the entire debate. He kept tripping over his name. That was weird. Well, now, let's go back. Let's go well, back. Well, I wanna, me... This is the part I want to talk about. And this is really interesting. When this came up, I was going, yeah, that's interesting. Uh-huh. And what it was is that, he's, that, that one woman came out and said that one of the reasons Palin won for her was that Palin wasn't expected to do this good based on her performance with Katie Couric. Katie Couric, yeah. And the woman made, which makes me think that Katie Couric has actually helped the election, it, ironically. John, how many times do I have to say, Wait, it's uh, in uh, the uh, script, page 15. Now, let me finish this. this what she, this woman said. She hinted uh-huh. that the reason she was so shocked by the change, the fact Palin was good here and she sucked with Couric, and this is extremely important for people out there eavesdropping on this conversation. She hinted that with the Couric interview, it was edited to make Palin look bad. Oh, absolutely. This is an attack on the media. Yes. That is, I think, in the public domain right now, it's a meme. Everybody thinks the media is corrupt to such an extreme that they're trying to throw this yep. election. And I think the public is it's just catching, not going to put up with yep, it. And they're catching and on. Absolutely. They're totally catching on. And what we don't really think too much about is that television has been, as you know, the main communicator mm-hmm. in terms of uh, – Public perception of almost you everything. Mean mind control. Since about 1946, yeah. we're talking about 60 plus years. This is a hot, tel- this is a a learnable, practicable, uh, demonstrable science that you can program people's minds to buy things. We but, choose our presidents the same way we buy our washing powder, and people are clued in. I don't think they're complete robots out there. They see that this is going on. They can spot a scam. They can spot a crappy product. They spot all this stuff. That's why the you know cost per thousand is so you know what it is in terms of advertising. Because unless you do your job perfectly and you're not doing it, if you look like you're on one, like for example, Katie Couric 
is supposed to be an objective journalist in that old school where you're even-handed. You don't find somebody's weak point and then grind on it and grind on it and grind on it until the person's embarrassed. Specifically, what newspapers do you read? Specifically, what do you mean when a father rapes her daughter? Specifically. It's the public spots that a mile away. And this woman reflected that in this entire audience that Luntz had, which was a focus group, essentially, real-time focus group, was like... They weren't, they, except there was a couple, you know, always, there's a, you can't have 100%, but there's a couple, you know, I don't know, I didn't like her, but, because, you know, can I just counter that? I like her, she reminds me of my third girlfriend who dumped me. <laughs> can, I, can I just counter that for a second? I have to disagree respectfully, John. Um, the, the, um, yes, people are onto it, but with this particular debate, and, you know, obviously, uh, Palin McCain's stance on the right, I mean, boy, she was, it was so brilliant to say, I'm gonna talk straight to you, and I'm gonna say it. And, and, I mean, for all in, intents and purposes, she actually said something, but it sounded really, it sounded really straight, okay? This was game changing, rule changing, and, no, I know. I, I look. I know what you're saying. What you're saying is that uh, I'm saying that America. What you're saying is is going to be worse than ever. Yes, of course I'm saying that. We're all going to die. But the point is, you're saying that the that the public is onto it, and I have to disagree. And it's not because the you know, when they think about it, yes, of course they can. They can. Um, they understand it quite quickly. That's you know this awakening that I think is taking place. But this was of a format. Um, that is so recognizable. This is, this is what American Idol did to the gong show. Okay? It took it to a whole nother level and people are getting sucked into it. They are getting sucked in really, really deep. And Fox News will propagate that. And, you know, she's a hero and there you go, Joe. You know, I mean, my, say it ain't so, Joe. I mean, my God, this was, this was just absolutely brilliant. A time bomb. An absolute time bomb. And I agree. I think it puts, uh, McCain ahead of Obama, and I bet you that the uh, Obamatrons are going to be pissed off. No, I I think it's going to be. I think they are going to be a little in, but they, of course they're going to be in denial, like this Hillary Rosen woman, who gave you know they had these points things going on with these different people, and she wouldn't give Palin credit for one positive thing, and if no. she did, she gave him four negative votes. I mean, it was unbelievable. There is a certain denial. Out there, I mean, they, this Palin thing is like got these guys really spooked, and they're freaked about it, and it's like they hate her, and which then the Democrats are always the love, love people, and they hate, hate. I mean, I, you know, I don't get it. I'm um, just looking through uh, through my notes. That, that, that actually, they did cover quite a a large array of topics. Uh, boy, the Israel stuff was hot and heavy, man. That was uh, that was pretty amazing. What uh, I, I just waited for one of them to say. One of my best friends is Jewish. I mean, that's all. That's all <laughs> that was missing. Away from it. They, re- they really, they really, that got so close. And and then Palin. Um, I mean, this this is so skillfully done. Her uh, hammering Ahmadinejad. Uh, for yeah, and she's propagating lies. I mean, he did not say the rotting corpse of Israel. You know, I, maybe he—it's it's all an interpretation and translation. It's—it's it's all stupid. Well, let's go back to the the, the, the main themes, the underlying themes that they, they were obviously trying to do. And I thought where Palin did well, at least on a kind of a subtext, is Biden 
better than Obama. And I, and I actually liked Biden in this debate. I think he was he's a very personable guy and he was, you know, he's magnanimous in a lot of different ways. He had a big smile, totally a political animal. Yep. And, you know, I was hoping she, she, when he went on with, well, ah, you know, Scranton, Scranton and all this Scranton, stuff, Pennsylvania. That he'd say, that she'd say, Joe, Using the word Joe. Joe, Joe yeah. when was the last time you you actually lived in Scranton? You know, but he also it's like used forty years ago. There were some script changes I would have made, so I wouldn't have had him say madrasses because no one knows what the fuck a madras is. Exactly. You know right. what the hell is that all about? I mean, he was really. And you know, at a certain point, you could tell about half an hour into it, they both kind of like ran out of material and they had to yeah. kind of pick it up, and then uh, no, he lost the crowd on a couple of these crazy things like that. Uh huh. Now, let's go back. Biden, better than Obama, as I was saying, linked McCain with Bush because he harped on it much more so than uh, than than Obama was able to do. Because yes. Obama kind of lost the track on that. And he was criticized for it by the by the people uh, deconstructing his uh, his uh, performance. Now, she they obviously expected something like this because she had this one interesting approach, which I thought was was genius, which was that she called him on that. And she says, you know, you guys are big talkers about the future and change, oh, but yeah. you keep pointing to the past. past. Yeah, and there's always a finger pointing to the past. Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. I thought that was like, I was just like, whoa, somebody wrote that one. And, and I think that that was set there. They said, look, if he starts talking about Bush, 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 and all this other stuff. By the way, what's 1932? What happened in 1932 that he referenced that? Uh, Roosevelt was elected. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Um, like anybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm asking. I'm like, oh, what happened in 1932? You know, and, and he uh, he threw out some things there. He he tried to get her on the Bush doctrine. She didn't pick up on that. I really really enjoyed when she said, you know, it was, it was, of course she's positioning them as mavericks, and I think that's what the big theme is going to be for McCain on Tuesday. <clears throat> by and, the know, way, wait, wait. Every time she brought that maverick thing, the numbers plunged. That Maverick thing really? is done. That's over. Give okay. up on it. All right. So they'll know that. So they're going to choose something else. I liked um, she really positioned herself well by talking about the Wasilla Main Street. You know, yeah, so she really pulled that, that towards okay. herself. No, that was, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, it didn't do much for her numbers. Let me go over quickly. They, they just I only made a few notes on the numbers going up and down. Um uh, with Palin mainly, uh, Biden had a real interesting thing with it when he talked about drill, drill, drill. Yeah. His numbers actually went down. And how? But when she said drill, baby drill, did they go up for the for a little bit? But the funny thing was when Biden talked about we can't drill, 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 and it went down. But we should do some drilling. It went up like big time. Really. But yeah, it was weird. Well, but and energy think, independence, that must have really worked. People must have fucking no, loved that. It, was, no? it worked a little bit. Mm, but let me give I'm you surprised. an example. Okay. Dude, talking about the bipartisan partisanship thing didn't work. In fact, it went down. Maverick, <clears throat> dog. Really? Yeah. Corruption mm. and greed. Big. Big. Like Huge. spiking, like through the roof? Spike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she picked, she was the only one who actually started about the financial crisis, and she also wound up with it, which I thought was good, because we kind of got away from that. And Her it was, finish, uh, by the way, beat his, yeah. not a, by hands a lot, down. by a nut. No, hands, but hands down. Great at the end. Great hands at the down. End. Hands down. And like going out to a good meal, the desserts what most people remember. Uh, yeah, you mean the, you mean the way she has her uh, her uh, newborn kid on her shoulder at eleven at night, uh, yeah, nice. just to be yeah. on camera. I mean, that's it's a nice touch. Uh, oh, by the way, the lame lamo. Your joke was lame because no one got it. Oh man, I thought I, I thought I was peeing my pants. <laughs> you thought you should check. Oh, the other word Biden used was uh, 
you know, uh, Iran is not run by Ahmadinejad, it's run by the theocracy. I'm like, no, oh, yeah. man, no one knows what that is. <laughs> they don't, know what, they no, don't know what too, that means. Too inside baseball. And it, yeah, and it's not an evil name. You know, you've got to say, like, the evil Ayatollah. You know, that's the right. kind of stuff. Not not the theocracy. That doesn't get them. And by the way, a lot of what he said, i got to agree with, even though I know that the, the people who really run everything are out to kill us on both sides. But <laughs> seriously, but this yeah, as a show, easy. this was, uh, I mean, God bless. American television. It God was, bless it. Uh, you know, it was good, but it wasn't great. I like to see what the overnights are. Anyway, they're going to be huge, huge, huge. You know what? It was just so nice, and it was so because everyone look. They started off okay. Even David Letterman last night was saying, "Are you all excited about the debate? This thing is living, man. This thing is it's like you, it's like a hit record. You know, it's just bubbling under." And then yeah. even CNBC opens up with, "Well, literally, welcome to the main event." I'm not kidding you. And then we're gonna have pre and post game analysis. These are direct quotes. I wrote them down. You know, and then at the end, Aaron, I think, yeah, not Aaron, the uh, the other girl on uh, CNBC, she says, "Okay, let's get your popcorn." CNBC. And this is a business channel. This was highly anticipated. I'm predicting 40 million plus viewers. Well, 80 is the record that was set by Reagan and um, Carter. Was that the final? So uh, the final yeah, of the debate? I think they had more than 40 on the last one. So I think in more 65, 75, maybe 80. It's going to be higher than a lot, higher than 40. Okay. So here's a couple of the other things that bombed. This is the one that is really interesting that bombed that I think caught everyone off guard. She says, "Hockey mom." down into the tank. I didn't catch that one, honestly. Ah, you had to see the chart. When she talked about... Uh, Interesting. So she, yeah, I thought that was weird. Hmm. When she talked about parents and personal responsibility, parenting and personal responsibility, and we needed... It spiked everybody. She It's the only time in both debates that both people were spiked to the max. How about only education? She, kicked, she won because of that. How about, how about education, about, John? How did that do in the No, education the moved it up, but nothing like that. Uh-huh. This really, I mean, it was like, holy crap. If she had stayed on that for about five minutes, it would have been, she did, they just, by acclamation, would have given her the job. The other one that the real loser, the loser that she kept harping on, and even when Biden kind of got into it, was a total disaster. It makes you know for a fact that the USA public does not like this war in Iraq. She talks, starts talking about the troops and getting, you know, this and that. It didn't work, right? People hate Only that. Only when she brings up getting out or something like that, it that goes up. Go it up. goes yeah. in the toilet yeah. when either one of them talk about extending this war for one more minute. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, 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 and same with Afghanistan, right? Because that, that's the big trick here. I mean, it's so obvious. No, it's like, we're gonna, goes, gets nothing. Yeah. We're, well, we're going to end the war in Iraq and we're going to send all the troops to Afghanistan. We're just changing to another place. I mean, it's, it's, it's just moving the same in military industrial complex to another country, which happens to have a fantastic natural resource of drugs that they can also make money on, shipping it through Wall Street. So. Now. I'm sorry. Right, I, right. I get carried away. Can I just say, though, another fantastic, beautiful moment. This was a Miss America moment when uh, Sarah Palin was... Uh, she was actually saving poor black kids in Darfur herself. I mean, it was just so moving. She completely nailed that one. Well... She was. She did the right thing with the uh, with her response. Now, here's the one with Biden. Biden lo loses when they talk about drill, drill, drill. He when he starts taking, you know, especially with the men, they just go into the tank. So they, these guys have got a problem with that issue. And by the way, when anyone talks about uh, nuclear power, 
uh, down. The women go into the toilet, and the men go way up. It's like really? hilarious. Oh no, we can't have no, all these the, the green and all these kind of knee jerk things. Interesting. The women are way into it, yeah. and the men are like, <laughs> "No, this is bull." Well, green. It, the whole thing is being marketed to women, of course. It, apparently, yeah. Anyway. The, the the big spike, one of the big spikes for Biden is when he starts talking about getting out of Iraq. Yeah, of course. The the American people want to get out of the, all these countries. Of course. They're just being shafted. They don't understand that yet. But, yeah, of course they do. I so I, was, I think that's good. So they, But they can't, neither of them can really adjust their strategies on that in the public no, eye. They, so they're going they to have to do something else. Bring up, you, know, the, you know, the thing is, is, again, like the last one, they, when they go on the attack, the numbers go down. And when they're all, you know, with the, just the idealistic crap, oh, it's a great country and we <laughs> we need to improve our education because we're the leaders and this kind of, boom, up it goes. Yeah. So the public is looking for that kind of thing. Well, it's called nationalism, John. Yes, exactly. And We're very nationalistic, and if yeah. you want to play that game, you're going to do well. Indeed. Meanwhile, uh, back Biden, at the ranch, I, I think I have a note here that. Oh, here's a yeah, here's a note I made. I, 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 the note reads as follows: Anyone who follows our various podcasts knows that I take kind of sketchy notes, and I wonder what the heck. You don't say. This one says, coughed a tear, she blew it. Okay, here's the, here's, I realize what it is. That's when Biden, which I thought was a bit much, where he started to, you know, cough the tear over, you know, the possibility that it was his sons and that, you know, horrible yeah, thing he got happened. Yeah, he got choked up. That got yeah. killed. By, by the way, was, Joe Biden had cries during speeches. He's known for doing this, and I don't want to you know say that it wasn't sincere but you know he like any good actor he uses his personal emotions and experiences to get across it's, his point it's probably i mean to do it that well do it well time is probably some there's sincerity these are, involved, these are highly but, skilled actors John. but yes but she had the opportunity to be motherly yeah i totally agree she blew it big time there she, Big she could have come back because so, she already had the, you know, she deserves her uh, her place and have her reward in heaven. Yeah, but she had all this great stuff. his wife was a teacher or something like that before. He wasn't, she right. wasn't talking about the first one. No, no, I know, but but it, you're right. She totally lost it, and then she went she over to energy it. or some she shit. Yeah, she could she have locked Joe, it up right there. Right now, you know, and something about, you know, I have, you know, we've ever all these families, and you and everybody really appreciates what you've gone through. And, yeah. you know, it's just some sort of. And there uh, are plenty of uh, single parent dads out there. And we support them. I mean, the, uh, she totally, and that's you know, the, the, you know what? I didn't know this about Joe Biden. I think it surprised a lot of people because most Americans, of course, are stupid slave sheep, ignorance. And uh, but so that was a very interesting, uh, interesting piece of information. And it did instantaneously, instantaneously, it humanized the guy, and that really, really worked. And I and and all the way up until the end, I think he uh, he had the upper hand when that, once that happened. Well, no, I'm not convinced of that because I think where he blew it right after that sometime, he did this twice. And I, I didn't write down the first episode of the second time he did it. And I think it, it, it got fair numbers, but I think it makes him look like a either a stand up comic or a, just a political when he went. He's not a maverick because he's oh, yeah, not a yeah, maverick yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not. And he didn't do it five or six. It went on for 10 times and she didn't. She, I, there's another opportunity for her to say, Joe, you know, you're repeating yourself. Well, here. He's not a maverick because he's not. <laughs> And he did it earlier too. He, he, he would even a, he would even say th he would repeat things slowly so you idiots can understand what I am programming into your brain. 
He would keep exactly. doing that. He would keep doing, and, and, uh, there was, yeah, what was that thing? I wrote it down that he was just, it was, um, shoot, I can't, I'll find it somewhere in my, uh, in my notes. But yeah, he, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of re- repetition because these guys know repetition works. They know it. And it didn't work. Well, no, not, uh, this was, Sarah Palin just took it to a whole different level and, and uh, the reason why I actually it watched some old of- fashioned. Well, you know what the problem was? It was old fashioned. It looked old fashioned. It felt old fashioned. You know, it was this repetition thing. It looked staged. Now, the last me- guy, the guy who does it the best right now is Chris Rock, a comic. Yeah. Let me tell you though that. Uh, so first of all, Sarah Palin is a political animal. Uh, I think, and what that means is again, it's just an actress, and uh, and she's fantastic at it. And I think it's a super duper asset for, uh, for McCain. And I only wish that she was working for us because, uh, you know, she, clearly she can take direction. <laughs> and, uh, this is the kind of woman, this is the kind of image that absolutely could save America if someone else was pulling her strings. So, um, you know, it's going to be a hard job for Obama and Biden. Um, to get across the message. This is what I said to you before. She's expert at hammering home the exact talking points to the T in understandable, pleasant man with pleasant mannerism. Plain language. That plain language. The, yep. the CNBC guy was just made a big point of that, and everyone from the Midwest, including Van Susteren on Greta, Fox News, Greta Van Susteren, yeah. She's on. She's like in love with her. You know, probably she's on Fox. More, of course, she's, she's in love with her. <laughs> But she's going on and on about this is the Midwestern thing that we love so much. And that's why, you know, the Johnny Carsons and the David Letterman's do so well on television. But this is the big secret. This is this is something that I've known for almost all my life. Country and Western music is laughed about, is scuffed by the elitist media on the West and the East. Okay, now. It is, they, they actually can't stop it anymore because, you know, now you have the country music awards. But the sales uh, of not just, um, actual CDs, um, but of concerts is so incredibly large because it is actually what is alive in America today. That's what people really like to listen to. They and- have huge concerts. And if you take that one more step and start looking at NASCAR, Oh, exactly. Thank you very much. It's the, it is the largest. It is the largest spectator sport in the United States of America. It is huge, and and the West Coast and East Coast elitist media, whenever they recognize it, they get it. And they see this is the secret to reality television. This they they don't even understand it yet. They're so freaking elitist. When people see themselves standing in line like slave sheeps, they love it. Hey, look, I'm on TV, and I'm going to the stupid audition. <laughs> And I made it on. This is what Jerry Springer is about. This is what it's all about, John. And that's why these shows are huge in the numbers. And and obviously, it's it's not it's not should not be the future of this great country. But that is the reality. That is really what's going on. And that is what you're seeing this evening. Okay, now I got the one, the one, the main, the, uh, uh, the entire night, the one. And of course, there were no real gaffes except for the except the way there is one kind of a gaff. Besides, I, I think Mc, uh, Palin kept calling that some general. McClellan oh yeah, yeah. but no, but no one knew that they all had to get their analysts no, and look it up on Wikipedia. No, there was a good one that, that were were were. Uh, I mean, they they, they could have. And, and why didn't Biden other. correct her? Because you know, no, if, if he did, he didn't know it either. Biden's was better. Oh, what was that? Biden had a gaff that I think <laughs> you could have called him on. He talks about the you know the the. 
He calls the Bosnians the Bosniaks. No, I didn't know. I didn't hear that. That's fantastic. This is, yeah. this is the, the that he was so heavily involved in. He doesn't even know what they're called. He calls them the Bosniaks. The Bosniaks. Oh, fantastic! I didn't it hear was that. Hilarious. I just oh my god. Share when he oh, said that it. That is so funny. The Bosniaks. Now, but here's. Bosnia. He probably thinks Borat really is from Kazakhstan. So, so here's the one that I thought when he brought it into the. I don't have the exact quote, but he brought it in out of the blue. I guess as a reference to all the Democrats that still remember this. It, this is another one of these callbacks, like 1932, that nobody yeah. gives a crap about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He brings up Judge Bork. Oh man, I mean, did you hear that? <laughs> he said Bork. <laughs> Judge Bork. Oh, we could have been had. Ju- Who yeah. knows what the country Nobody would be knows. like if we had Nobody Judge cares. Bork. Nobody cares. This is a, this is an SMS society, man. You know, he he also he was underprepared, John. He really was not ready for this. He really thought this was a shoe in. I'm telling you. No, you might be right. I thought he did a great job. Well, I think he told the truth, and I think he spoke from his heart. But um, and I think he played his role expertly. You know, this he didn't attack her. Um, which just made it so easy for her, and you know this is uh, well. The, this is what all the experts predicted, by the way. Well, I predicted it too. Not that I want to call myself an expert, but I told hey, you you're th- as much of an expert as any of these other boneheads. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, my friend. Yes, very good. There, very good. Uh, uh, no, P- Palin did have a little gaffe, which I'm sure will become a uh, a Freudian soundbite on uh, YouTube. She had a couple of them, by the way. Well, there's more than one of the problems well, that she had. Do you want me to give you this one? Occasionally. She roamed into that, you know, Miss Teenage South Carolina thing where her sentence structure started to break down and she kept trying to recover. And it was like, will you, will you try to wrap this up before you embarrass yourself? Generally, Not that Biden didn't do that, too, but she would do it in a real weird way that you yeah, go, oh, brother, I, I can see somebody yeah. bringing this one on YouTube. Generally, she um, I thought her vocabulary was. Interesting. She she definitely tried to start her sentences differently each time. You know, I, I pay attention to that kind of stuff, and there was no look and guess what and any of that stuff. Although, um, when the, I think this was the heartbeat away, uh, so the gaffe that she made there was instead of saying um, John McCain to lead, she said, no, it was John McCain to leave. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the. What, what did the moderator? She cracked a couple jokes, and I, I was typing on the keyboard, so I couldn't hear it. Kind of near the end there. What? Uh, just I before, didn't hear her do any jokes. They were laughing. It was she like cracked a little a little side joke uh, just before she laid into the no, uh, before she it. said the jokes were lameo. But the moderator said something. She said something funny, but and the audience laughed. Oh, no, I didn't. I don't, all I remember is the lame-o thing, and then Biden kind of had to come back, you know, like I'm funny or something like that. That was His a nice was moment. No that was a human moment, but I don't think it did much for the debate. Um, did you look at the spikes? Was there anything there? No, nah, it was. It went up for a little bit, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't a spike. I mean, the spikes are always with the same old kinds of you know grand issues. You know, ed- education right. to a lesser right. extent, but personal responsibility was the big one. Yeah. And greed and corruption. Greed and corruption. Greed and corruption worked with McCain, too. But the problem is, you know, the problem Palin had, she revisited it too often. She revisited two topics over and over again out of the blue. I thought it was a little strained about, you know, energy independence and then uh, greed and corruption. She'd bring it in when she wanted to get her numbers back up. You know, so here, so here's she how, could have, how, by the way, she could have, you know, here's the thing that somebody's one of these boneheads has got to do. I'm sick of hearing this meme. 
The United States uses 21% of the world's energy, mm-hmm. and we only have 3% of the world's resources. That 3% of the world's resources plus our coal is like a thousand times more than anybody else has. And when it comes down to it, that 3% of the world's total, yeah, if you tapped it and just used it, it would last for decades. I mean, the whole thing, it's bad math. And the fact that the Republicans have bought into this stupid argument, oh, well, we use 21% or 25 or whatever, whatever it, is, it is, of yeah. the world's 22. energy, but we only have 3% of the world's resources. Yeah. Those 3% is more than we're using. Yeah. Uh, and nobody jumps on that and says, dude, this is just great. I mean, this is a, there's got to, I have to think of an analogy, which I'll think of. You know, it's like, you use like most of the tomatoes in the world, but you know, you, this kind of thing. I mean, there's some, there's some better way, there's some way of, of submarining that bogus number. You're taking two different things. So McCain and Palin can lock this up. And this is the twist that I would, I would give it, considering I only have, uh, you know, what, 30 more days or whatever, um, I would have set it up so that McCain can now say, well, I guess shit he can't, I guess, because he already voted. What a dick. I would have done it differently. If he, if McCain or Palin were to come out and say no to this bill in some way, right, for the Financial Stability Act or the Emergency Economic Stability Act, if there was some way that they could talk that down, they could lock it up. Because that, I think, is the number one thing on Americans' minds right now, is this. And what is that going to do to the markets? And we know Obama can't do it because he's he's backed so heavily by Wall Street. Um, well, he's been mum on the topic. Yeah, he's been sitting on, you know, observing from the sidelines or whatever. Right. Whatever he says. Um, and, I, you know, McCain just voted against it. But that would have been the moment, really. But uh, maybe the timing wasn't right. Well, you know, it's... I, he's, he, I, I don't think he can go back on it in any way. Uh, you know, he, he can't say, oh, I, you know, I want a mulligan. It's, it's not good. <laughs> you know, that, that whole topic is a problem. So, I don't know. I think they're going to have to win without that. But the uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, there are people, you know, I had one of my bloggers, you know, most of my bloggers hate McCain. <laughs> and one of them said... Uh, is McCain trying to blow the election? It was a, I guess it's one of the. I read uh, that actually. Yeah, interesting. It's not an unusual. By the way, it's funny because he's the most left wing of the group. That guy, well, he's not really one of the bloggers. He's the sysop who I let <laughs> blog, and when because he, he can't, he just feels like <laughs> jumping in. Okay, but he gets good numbers usually. He didn't on this one, so I can now you know give him crap. But right. He, uh, it was. It's an interesting point because if you look at some of the extreme right wing talks. Guys are the most conservative, like Michael Savage, for example, one of the more entertaining guys and one of the biggest talk show hosts in the United States on radio. He said he's been saying this from day one that the thing is rigged for McCain to lose. He wants to lose it because, you know, they want to get the Democrats in. And I've, if you, you know, listen to me and my, you know, 40, well, 80 year cycle thing, the idea is if you get the Democrats in during this point of the cycle, everything takes. They will never get in office again in their entire history right. that the party will be dead. Well, you know, that's interesting you say that. And um, I, I don't believe the, uh, the world is too dynamic. And uh, this is why they're all running scared, by the way, um, to really plan something that far ahead anymore. So I believe that, the, that, you know, of course, the true owners of the earth control both candidates. So I think that they basic, <laughs> basically hedge their bets. And, you know, and it's a playbook. You, know, you could you know? do worse than dropping that theme. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? I truly believe in it. Of the, I am gore. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. You know what I'm talking about. These guys are all bought and paid for. Come on, that's obvious. Please. This is why I say, Sarah Palin's well, sense. We need to create true, a movement. They would have a sense of the cycle, and they would want to get you know one person or other, you know, get, somebody in there for a they, purpose. But they're going to tank it anyway. They don't have to, That's already happening. That you know, people are so stupid. That you know, you heard about the the White House saying, "Oh, we can't handle the email forms anymore more in our servers, so you can't automatically email your representative because the PHP script is bogging down." Yeah, what you a know, crock. So, so, of course, it's a crock of shit. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, you know, so that stuff is going on, man. So, anyway, besides that, what we need to do is we need to kidnap Sarah Palin and we need to uh, reprogram her uh, so that we can, you know, take over um, these evil people that are behind all of this. That's, that's, and uh, that's not a stupid theme. That's an actual. That is what we should do with the playbook. I'm telling you, these guys are brilliant. Did you hear the Access of Evil? She had an Access of Evil in there. I loved it. Well, it was um, Ahmadinejad, Kim Jong-il, and the Castro Brothers. It sounded oh, yeah, like, shit, like gangsters. Like it gangsters. sounds like a band. Yeah. No, it sounded like evil gangsters. The Castro, <laughs> Castro Brothers. Brothers. They're out the to Castro get you. Brothers with, with Joey Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Blue, Mickey Blue Eyes, Mickey Blue, the Castro Brothers. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that way. I mean, I heard the Castro Brothers. Fantastic. Uh, that was a good one. But anyway, obviously, you know, what cannot represent the United States of America is this whole notion of, um, hey, look, no one can have nuclear shit, only we can. And that's the balance, because we fucking rule the world. You know, this was so evil, that was the stuff that was coming out of her mouth. How did that do on the scale? It didn't do anything one way or the People other. I mean, the nuke thing always sends the women down, and the men are kind of like, well, maybe we should, you know. Then, <laughs> which we should nuke them. She, well, she never said, I mean, it, that was actually a pretty neutral little exchange. It didn't amount to a hill of beans and, one way or the other. But it's such a huge issue. People don't care about us killing other people. I guess we don't. Generally speaking, I think it's pretty it's pretty removed. Oh, yeah, because which I think not, the rest yeah. of the world doesn't quite get, but that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, we're 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 close, but not quite the Roman Empire, and we have a certain kind of uh, cavalierness about us that you know these other moaners and groaners. Which is why that that article, which I have to post tomorrow, the one I sent you from the Telegraph, about yeah. all these Europeans, and you've talked about it. Oh yeah. These Europeans that say, oh, it's America's problem, this whole economic thing, and now they're all screwed. I actually, there's, there's actually a new uh, thread that I'm following, because people are now reading the, the new bill, which is 541 pages. You know, this thing has grown just, I actually sent you a couple of links. Um, but apparently, uh, they've set it up so that they can actually just pay foreigners. It's just, yeah. it's just no, a payoff to the Chinese. We're just going to pay off the Chinese, and then, okay, now let's go back, get back to business. Like we don't give them enough money. Yeah, but... Yeah, I know this whole thing is a total scam, scam. but the market demands it. When I did a uh, piece with Horowitz No, the they're telling day. us we're all going to die if you don't do it. They're saying that we're all going to die. They're saying it. Yeah, I know. Financial terrorism. But the market said we're very clearly, look... You guys do this deal, or we're just going to tank, and that, and you're going to be screwed. So, okay, we'll do the deal. You know, like you said the other day when I was talking to you, you said, "Well, you know, I said, you know, even though it seems like a lot of money, and it does, to say the least, you know, seven hundred billion in an economy like ours, it's a lot of money. It's about twenty five hundred dollars for every." But, but it's not about the money. 
It's not about the money. It's about the power and the control and a, a fourth but, branch of government. But we're not going to get that, uh, you know, from these candidates. I mean, nothing's going to change, and it's a, just a cycle. You know what's baked into it, John? This whole thing about carbon credits is baked into this bill. Oh, they, they, this really bugged me. Oh, it is? It's baked into it's the baked bill? It's baked into the bill, man. There's all kinds of carbon credits. By the way, I hate the term baked in, but I'll use it for this. Okay, one. I'm sorry. What should I say? Ron included? Inclu- should I say included or? Yeah, cl- included would be good. Included and somewhat obscured. Because it's on page 3,000 or whatever. The fact that the two of them, Palin and Biden, went, and, you know, the, Palin was a little better. She was better on two things. One on the, on the, you know, uh, by the way, what are the gays going to do listening to Biden saying, did you notice this? Yeah, they both said, no way, no gay marriage. You're I out of luck. I thought the Democrats were. That's, I was shocked. I was absolutely, I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. And he said that that that, Ob- that Obama agreed with him. So now, so there you go. There's your government. Uh, our, to our gay listeners, there's your government. They hate you. They hate you. Both of them. You still going to well, vote I, for the, one or the Palin other? Was Palin was more magnanimous? Of course, she's she smart. She, and, I th- and, and you know what? She has. First of all, this is America, John. And now, now I'm actually sounding like an asshole Republican. But the way she handled that, <laughs> as opposed to a what? A regular just a Republican? Kook, no, just a kook. <laughs> Just the fucking kook. kook. Oh, the kook. kook. The kook that I am. But the way she handled that, I was extremely impressed. She said, look, it's not my style, it's not my choice, blah, 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 right, blah. Right. She went she through did. all that, and then she said, but you know what? I stand by it. Marriage should be man and woman. So that's, you know, that's, that's something that's debatable, and we'll debate about it forever, and, you know, that's okay. It seemed to me, although she did skate around that answer, that she agreed with just about everything and all legal rights, et cetera, et cetera. But she was hiding something there. I'm not quite sure what it was. Well, the way she was handling it, I thought, was pretty, you know, typical. She's a Christian. And she's, you know, Pentecostal. She has all these, you know, all this baggage. Yeah, sure. And she was dealing with it as a person. And she, But you didn't feel that was going to get in the way of her legislation or anything no. else. But you turn it over to Biden. <laughs> he He's seemed like, no. like the bigot. Yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. And I think that's really going to hurt him. Oh, I think it's going to hurt the campaign because all yeah. these gays are like lined up lockstep yeah. with Obama and Biden, and now they're hearing this. Yeah, this will be because you know, I'm sure there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of there's probably as many gay people that are Republicans as there are Democrats because it's got nothing to do with anything. John, but they were we're all, all gay. They were all walking over toward the Democrat side because it seemed as though they were more amenable. But now it's like, well, what difference does it make? Let me just vote my party. <sighs> that was a botch. That was a huge botch. But but also it came it came from a very direct very that was one of the times he was extremely direct and just said no, I'm against gay marriage, not going to happen. Yeah. So that was that uh, you know, at least you know what you got with him. Well, he was, you know, I thought generally speaking he was he wasn't as direct or she was he wasn't as plain talking as Sarah Palin, but he was he was just about as direct without being a completely obnoxious. Uh, but he was bumbling. Look, I, again, I'm looking at it from I'm not kidding. I'm looking at it from a NASCAR perspective. And he, sometimes he would go off and he would mention names who you know, all these words, fancy words, and I'm not mocking uh, uh, middle America or anything like that. I love you. You've, you've, you've given me a reason to have a career with sh- shitty hair and leather jackets. And I you appreciate it. Yeah, uh, but you know, that, that's what everyone says. Oh, big haired dickhead. But you know what? I'm just, well, I'm, I'm basically, I'm basically just a, a, a standard kind of guy and I get a little kooky like we all do. And we all like to smoke some weed and hang out and play our country and western music and we will play the game. 
You'd actually be uh, uh, comfortable at a NASCAR race. I've been to them. No. Absolutely. Um, and I've been to IndyCar and, uh, oh, yeah, I love it. But anyway, Nothing like Carburation Day. I think you have some, you're have you on to something a little bit. The problem we're going to run into here is what happened with Kerry. Kerry was looking actually pretty good. He was still ponderous. He couldn't stop talking. And went, oh, he droned on and on. Obama is going is, is approaching this kind of ponderous, boring guy. Yep. And, you know, it's going to look at the same old thing. Two Democrats that can't stop talking. And there's just a lot of, you know, and they're not dropping down to the level where they're actually speaking to people it's just you know kind of talking to an audience and uh, i don't know i mean i just i i still think i've thought from the beginning that obama's act and i have to i'm not going to say he's not a good speaker or he can't hold an audience or he can't draw a crowd and i think they should have been selling tickets to stadiums across the country from get from the get-go hell yeah they would have, you know, people would pay a hundred bucks and fill a stadium to listen to this guy because they put on a great show. They got the stage. And it was they got awesome. Him. It was a it was a class A rock show. Let me ask you something because someone uh, I listened to an interview today, and I'll send you a link. I was actually listening to it right up until the debate, and it was some guy. Of course, he's written a book or whatever, but he was talking about Obama as a and of course I want this on my resume a community organizer. And and he was explaining what a community organizer was. And essentially, it's someone who goes around in a community and convinces people, um, kind of, you know, um, turns their own opinion and their own words into something that is beneficial to him or whoever he's organizing for. Kind of like um, like an Internet chat room uh, moderator, if you will. But but you know whenever the the owner of the of the bulletin board comes along and says you know says I got to say something then it's like oh well you know the owner of the system is here I got to let him talk, um, and that his skill and I and and this is what we're seeing his skill is playing upon uh, very deep emotions within his audience within people who are listening to them and getting them to see his way to truly change actually, it, it, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think in some ways it is. It, it might be a little superficial, but the fact of the matter is a community organizer is a guy who goes around with an agenda, and they go from place to place to place to get people to agree with this agenda, whatever it is. And he's uh, and it takes a lot of work. This is like one of those things. I always thought, you know, there's a, you run into this a lot. Everyone in the United States has seen this happen. You uh, you run into, for example, somebody knock on the door. You know, you go to the door and there's some Dave's not black, here, man. There's a little black kid <laughs> selling subscriptions to magazines or candy or something or else and they come and they go. Every once in a while one of these kids is so driven to sell you something that you'd go, "Wow, I would love to have this kid working for me uh-huh. selling you know, advertising in a magazine or selling something because this guy is just he's relentless and he's gone and on and on and he's a sales guy. And he's just never, he's relentless. And you either have to give him money to get out of there or something because you can't, you know, you, we know people that do this. Well, we have thing. that in the United Kingdom as well, by the way. 
And, okay. And this type of person is what a community organizer basically is. He goes around and he sells, you know, he's, unless he's the leader of a bunch of these kids, it's that kind of thing. And they're just floating around some area to get some change made or to get a law passed or to kick somebody out of office or whatever it is. In the case of the acorn, which was one of the things he worked for, is still around and they seem to be involved with getting people now, to vote. May I just ask you something, just so I understand? You, you, it's specific. May I ask you specifically? I'm doing my Katie Corey. May I ask you specifically? Is it only little black kids that do this? No, there's all kinds. There's white kids. There's well, a lot of. Well, you said it. You said it's always a little black kids. No, no, I it's a little black make... kids who come up with the newspaper thing or the uh, magazine thing. In so my, so make sure area. you're not a racist bigot cocksucker. No, I mean, there's. I've never. I haven't seen a white kid uh, come up to my house. In 20 years, selling magazines is always black kids. And I was using the black kids because they're the best example. And I'm actually more impressed with them because they have the black kid. It's a white neighborhood. A black kid coming into a white neighborhood selling magazine subscriptions with a phony baloney identification. The rest of it takes a lot of nerve it takes a salesmanship it takes an ease it takes a lot of there's a there's so many elements that, that that's what impresses me mm-hmm. i'm going wow this this kid is unbelievable he's coming into an all-white neighborhood selling some crappy magazines that i don't want and he's relentless and he's with succeeding guilt trips on me and everything else to get a sale i'm just <laughs> impressed believe me <laughs> That's why I'm, you know, I don't see white kids doing this. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that to protect you, John, because I, you know, I know how stupid people are who listen to the show sometimes. Yeah, no, I can understand what and you I, think. I, I don't want to racist know, thing, but yeah. it, it, there's not a racist thing. It is a cultural thing, and it's imp- and it, it's impressive to me that these kids are so talented uh, that it's just like wow. And Obama had to be. In that league, had to be. Give me a break. This guy was in a league by himself yeah. as a community organizer. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll, and he's obviously not it, the dumbest guy. In the, can you I know, can I just take that back? I, I, it came out wrong. The people who listen to the show aren't stupid. Sometimes we just don't hear things the way. No, there are some people that listen to the show that are stupid and hate us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, but I, I was just sitting there going Mostly like, they that would piss you, me though. off. Yeah. And now they're going to hate you for defending me. Oh, we had Dvorak. We could have had him as a racist well, pig. But no, not yeah, Dan but John Curry. is because Curry, I... You, you suck. You know, you, you're one of my true friends. <laughs> How sad is that? It's bad. <laughs> so so anyway, but yeah, yeah, well thanks for rescuing me. Now that you mentioned it, you're probably right. I shouldn't have, you know, I could have said, you know, some ethnic kid. I, I but no, it's usually black kids and it's the black kids who impress me the most. And in fact, there was a uh, uh, I mean, I I've always been a lot of black kids or young black people. I'm going to get this into this. No I'm with you, a deeper hole. But let me let me finish this. I have run into so many of these guys and every time I do, I mean, I've seen guys at this toll plaza collecting tolls that are so adept. There's a couple of guys that are, you, there's a bunch of checkers at one of the stores, and there's like one black guy that is there. When I see him, I don't care if his line is 10 miles long, he will get me out faster than anybody else. And there was a Costco recently, I was, and again, it was one of these guys, you could see him a mile away. They're just working their butts off. They're just fast and they're enjoying and it. And should I tell you something? It's, it's these guys and gals, I presume, 
that when everything comes cr- comes crashing down and and money is useless for a while, hyperinflation or whatever, they're the ones that are going to succeed because they have true social skills and true business acumen that goes way above and beyond all of the thievery that's been going on on Wall Street. Well, there, there may be that, but I think they're just naturals. And the, the, the example, the more recent, and I always do this, by the way, and I think people out there should do this. When you go into a line, I'm looking at a line, a bunch of Costco lines, and, and I'm always kind of making a judgment, you know, there's, and I'm not going to, this is where I could get myself into trouble by making some generalities here, but I'm not going to do it. But I will spot the guy or the girl who are just kicking ass. They are moving the line, and of you're course, out of there. You're always, you're always looking for the, for the, oh man, did I just, one guy. Recently, ah, he shit. is checking me. Hold on, John. Hold on. I'm about to lose you. Okay. Oh wait, it came back. Maybe did it right. live? Yeah, it lived. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Okay. So this guy is checking me out. You know, I'm he's, we're running up my bill while taking the card with his other hand with the other guy and starting his, checking him out while he's still finishing me. And I'm out of there. I pass up everybody that's in all the other lines. And I and I and I what I want to tell people to do when you run into this, tell the guy. Well, I would, which is why I say, look, you're the best checker in the entire place today. You kick ass. I really appreciate it. And let me, and let me tell you, John, I've, I've run several businesses. The last one, uh, was 750 people in like seven different countries. And you're always looking for these people. If you look at Mevio right now, we have such a, I mean, the ethnic backgrounds and, and race and creed and color and sexuality and, and just everything is so diverse. In fact, we, we're so diverse that we're like a petri dish because everyone's always coming in with some exotic fucking flu bug and we're always sick all the time. But these people, you, the people you have, you want them to kick ass. You want them to go that extra mile. By the way, that is a very American thing. I don't have to ask anyone in our company if we're doing something to stay until six or seven. They're doing it because they want to do it and they want to be there. And otherwise, it usually doesn't work out pretty quickly. In Europe, are you kidding me? Five minutes to five. Hey, I got my coat on. I'm going home now. Yeah, we'll start again tomorrow. That is truly an American trait. Right. Well, that, but I, I believe that's true because they have a different uh, ethos. But the fact that what I'm what the point I'm trying to make is that when you run into one of these people that is just an astonishing worker that has gotten you out of the store faster by five or minutes or more, you should say something to them. Of course, because they really and I've always found this to be the case. If somebody gets a compliment out of the blue from somebody for doing a really good job, they love it. Yeah, and it course. makes them better. Of course. We've but gotten, nobody, very few people do that. No, we've gotten into the culture of here's some money or here's a bullshit title. That's a good one. <laughs> right. We're going to make you a, we're going to make you a VP, which means new business cards. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Always, by the way, and every time everyone I know gets promoted like that, I would say, was that in lieu of pay? Yeah. <laughs> you get no money. No, I got a cut in pay, as a matter of fact. That's right. You know, it just when, when you're, but even at the gas station, man, anywhere, if someone does, a, if someone's serving you, thank them. Well, particularly if they are be a lot of these guys that I've been that I like to compliment are, got, are you can tell they're competitive, and they are trying to get they're just doing they're competitive they're doing it because they really like to compete they want to be the best checker 
Because what else is there to do? If, you, if you're working at a Costco check line with a bunch of t- 25 other people doing it, what else is there to, you know, you're just checking. But, but if you're like checking 10 times more people than anybody else, that's kind of cool. Now, and it doesn't really take any, you're still there. You might as well just do it as best you can. Let me ask you a question. And these are the people that need a compliment. So when, um, when, they, when you, when you okay, okay, so here's here's a tough one. When you encounter someone who is clearly not doing a good job of service, do you, do you, I mean, do you just get into major negative mode or do you, you say, suck? hey, you know, okay, you, you or, know, or do you say, hey, maybe if you did it this way, it would be a little bit more no, pleasurable for no, everybody? No, 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 no. You can't do that. I mean, I, I've tried. A, in fact, I've today tried. I went to a little place where they sell vegetables called Monterey Foods. And there's one grumpy old Chinese <laughs> woman there that's older than anybody in the place and she doesn't like to work. And, <laughs> I and I swear to God, everybody's got two or three people in the, all the lines, and she's got nobody there. So I went in there, and it's like she's yakking with somebody else in Cantonese. And she, you know, doesn't know the prices. I don't know what she's even doing there. And she's slow, and she sucks. And in fact, I, it's just horrible. And, you know, and what am I supposed to say to her? You suck. You suck, you old bitch. I mean, I couldn't do that. I mean, it's just like, I can't, there's nothing. You just don't go to her line. You just, you know, you compliment people for doing a good job, but you can't really say you suck to everybody who doesn't do a good job because that's all you'd be doing all the time because most people suck. <laughs> suck. A classic John C. Dvorak moment, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to go out on a high or do you want to talk about food? Because that was just, that was too good, man. Well, we might as well quit because we got a bunch of food talk coming up. I was thinking about that. We 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 got one restaurant or two maybe reviews in the can, yeah, two in the and can, then we've yeah. got we're going to try to do some stuff next week, maybe something tomorrow. And uh, I was thinking about why do it, you know we can do a lot of food talk, and I was I was considering why do people care about us reviewing a restaurant in San Francisco? We have an international audience. There's people all over the place, and it's not. It's about the that, food, I think. It's, it's not about the food. It's about the, it's about the details of the. You know, it's like the de- what, what makes a good, what people should be looking for, or what we yeah. complain about. I don't know what it is, well, but you it's know something. What? I think people inherently realize you are what you eat, and uh, people are if it, people are switching on to the idea that we're eating crap, we're just putting shit into our bodies, and uh, I think there's a it's part of that, John. I think people do care. I think there's part of that, and I think there's also the one thing we do. I think. Together on, we're just shooting our own horror. I love our own horror. Yeah, we have to do it once in a while. Nobody else does it. Uh, Is that I think we're meta. I think we actually kind of bring ourselves into a kind of an overview that is maybe different than what anybody else does in this regard. And I think it's, it's entertaining enough. They tolerate it the only thing that uh, that i think will be a bummer for um no bummer. most most of our uh, non uh because pretty much everyone who is listening to the show i'm sure they um they watch the debate the europeans of course it was on in the middle of the night so i wonder and you'll let us know you know how how it related how that worked for you because you probably only got to see some sound bites and those of course have already been filtered because uh, you know who's going to sit through an hour and a half of uh, of a debate that isn't uh, that isn't live anymore? You know, we're just going to get all the sound bites. So it'll be interesting to see what the uh, the international audience thinks about this. <laughs> You're back. <laughs> ah, there we go. I don't know what you caught. Uh, I think uh, I think I dropped off. Well, anyway, uh, John would say coming to you from uh, Gitmo Nation uh, West, John C. Dvorak, and my name's Adam Curry. We'll talk to you again real soon, right here. On no agenda.